Hello and welcome to the Talking Outsourcing Podcast. My name is Mark Kobayashi-Hillary. Uh, in this podcast, I'm again at the Gartner Outsourcing Summit in London. And this time I'm talking with uh, Christoph Newitt, who's um, the Senior Vice President for EMEA for Tech Team. Uh, Tech Team is an organization focused a lot on changing the way people use help desks. And there were some quite interesting discussions around what they're doing at the, at the Gartner Show. Um, and so I sat down with Christoph and had a, had a discussion for a period of time about, you know, exactly what it is um, and, and what's his sort of unique proposition and why is his company different? So, uh, yeah, so first then, if you'd like to just um, introduce Tech Team and give us um, uh, your role in the company and just a sort of brief introduction to the company itself. Okay. Well, Tech Team uh, Global is a American company historically. Uh, it's been founded in 1981 or 1980s, end of 1980s. Uh, it's been around for quite some time. We entered the European market in 1996. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that time, I joined the company, so I'm, I'm there for uh, roughly 13 years now. Right. Uh, so we started it up uh, small in Europe, you know, a couple of clients, Ford Motor Company in the UK. Uh, Chrysler in Europe, you know, we're headquartered in Detroit, Michigan, historically, so that's why, you know, historically we've had good ties with the automotive business and still have, you know. Um, And so from there we've been growing the company. My role is uh, I'm in charge for the European business unit as the uh, SCP and and general manager. Uh, My focus is really on driving the company strategically in the right direction in line with what our customers need, um, uh, where the market's going here, uh, which is slightly different, I think. Well, there's, there's some differences between the European uh, vision on ITSM and, and the U.S. vision. I think we, we have complexity in our market, which is obviously different, language complexity, just to uh, cultural complexity and uh, geographical complexity. So we're dealing with that. So I'm I'm really the... The driver of the uh, strategy, customer relations, and, and growth. Right. That's what I try to do. Okay. Um, should we go back to this, or uh, do you? Yeah, need, sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know that you were presenting at the uh, the yeah. Gartner show, um, so maybe if you just um, like to briefly explain uh, what you were talking about to to the Gartner audience. Then. Yeah. But today, I'm I'm really gonna talk about uh, the hourglass principle. You know, which is uh, probably a device you you know. Huh? So it's uh, been around since the third century, actually. And right. Interesting. Alexandria, Egypt. You know, uh, it was the first uh, reusable and dependable measure of time. Mm-hmm. People were carrying that thing around, you know, to go cook eggs uh, with their friends or so. Yeah. Uh, it's also a symbol of uh, which we know in IT. And, uh, Microsoft uses it. A lot. If you click on an icon and your right. application doesn't open, you're really staring at that thing. You're staring you know, while it's stuck there for for minutes. You know, it's yeah. like we all love this uh, mm-hmm. symbol. So, but I'm I'm using it as a as a an, an analogy. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you say that? In yeah. English? To uh, what we are all about. You know, if the top is the business huh, and the bottom is IT, mm. you know, in the middle you have the bottleneck, which yeah. is the communication channel. Uh, between business and IT, yeah, and the de facto communication channel, you know, today in our world is the help desk. Yeah, that's where 
people communicate from the business with the IT people. And in our help desk, typically, you know, historically, we're, no, we're not putting our IT. No. Uh, it's not the most sexy uh, part of our IT organization. It's not the area where we invest in. And, and what, the, what we're saying, our vision is that that's wrong. You know, mm. That's the area uh, where we need to invest in more. Because we all have the, uh, the vision and the objective, and, and Gardner was saying it yesterday, the number one priority of CIOs today is aligning business with IT. Mm -hmm. it and, and the de facto communication channel is the help desk. Yeah. And we're not capitalizing on that opportunity to invest in this area of communication. And so we're saying that's, that needs to change. You need to reposition the role of your help desk meaning that you need to think about the skill set that you're putting in there. Mm -hmm. you're, you need to rethink the position of it. And in our opinion, it needs to you know, move. And I'll give you a copy. Uh, it needs to move from you know, being part of the IT organization, mm -hmm. which it is today. So Helldisk reports into some Helldisk manager who reports into an infrastructure manager somewhere who reports into the CIO. It's really... You know, somewhere in the bottom of, of the IT organization, yeah. uh, and it's, it's IT-centric. It's bottom-up. It's not top-down from, you know, let's listen to the needs of the business and translate that need into IT actions and plans. So we're saying, don't put it there. Move it actually to the gray zone or the, the center zone, mm. the neutral zone between business and IT. So it's almost that even the resources would be a mix of both. Yeah, and so we would bring in resources from IT departments. Mm. Obviously, they would still have a help disk function, uh, but there would be other people from IT involved in what we call the business service desk, mm -hmm. which is not an IT service desk. There would be business people also virtually integrated in that group, not necessarily physical, but it has to be a virtual team yeah. thinking about how can we better align business and IT. And also the business owners need to move, not from the side looking at it, they need to move to the center of gravity. And if you think about it, you know, we're back into, you know, an hourglass. Yeah, yeah. So where you're actually, you know, in, 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 you know, at the end of the story, you know, I'll, I'll come back to that, but you're widening the neck. Of, you know, you're widening the communication channel yeah. between business and IT. Yeah. And so um, that's really how we see it. Okay. But it needs... You know, this is clearly a mind shift for mm. most CIOs, and even for business owners, uh, because it, it's taking something where we've never invested in, which yeah. we always blame that, you know, that's the guys you call when, you know, you have a problem, yeah. to, yeah. you know, this is the area we're going to list up, we're going to strategically put resource and money in, we're going to valorize much bigger in light of, you know, changing the whole way of dealing with IT. Mm -hmm. You know, another area that, which is, in our, my opinion, crucial to put in there, is a couple of services which are in there. So the service desk function, everything which has to do with uh, remote infrastructure monitoring and management, mm. not just from an IT perspective, but also from a proactive business perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, capacity management, yeah. you know, has to be in that organization, not capacity management bottom-up, but top-down from, you know, what the business needs are. Yeah. Um, but also vendor management. Uh, I'm a big believer uh, in an independent layer between business and IT. 
and I focus on the word independent because, you know, in my opinion, you cannot be running operations and being the service layer between business and IT. Yeah. It's like, you know, putting the cat with the milk huh? mm -hmm. or, uh, I would say, uh, giving your credit card to your wife. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what's going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. If you have to, you know, if you are in charge of uh, big infrastructures, you know, you're called, you know, a three-letter uh, provider, mm. and uh, and you run all the infrastructure, and you also run the help desk. Actually, the people in the help desk need to manage the performance uh, and judge uh, the performance of their own their own colleagues. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So I'm a big believer in, you know, vendor management needs to be in here, not mm. just you know, to have a neutral uh, measurement about their performance, but also in light of, you know, renegotiating contracts at a certain point in time to renegotiate those with the right business intelligence mm. and the right KPI measurements in light of performing a better service going forward. Okay, you know, so that, is that even for uh, an internal team? So say... Uh, yeah, it could the, be an internal or, uh, vendor as well. You know? Yeah, so this team, yeah. this team can manage uh, an external or an internal vendor. Yeah, neutral, you know, yeah. in a neutral way, because you know, as we moved it into, you know, it's not an IT organization. It's not really a business organization. Mm. It's a neutral, you know, my like name service is service management. There, yeah, yeah it's so. service management between business and IT yeah. in, in the neutral zone. You know, they're not judged on the performance of those servers. They're judged on the satisfaction of those end users. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I suppose the press and uh, and people like Gartner, analysts that observe the industry, they've, they've said for a long time, you know, the problem with IT is they don't identify with the business and, and they don't focus on business priorities. So do you think that th this kind of help desk focus is like uh, the first step to, to really being able to support the business better? Yeah, I think in, in my opinion, you know, it is indeed a first step to move in that direction of, you know, higher business value. You know, yeah. I have it here, you know, on this slide, you can see it on, on, on the maturity model. Mm. You know, most companies operate here in a reactive, proactive mode. Yeah. Now, what we do is we're measuring their maturity. Once we've measured their maturity, we're, 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 we're defining the next natural steps they can take towards you know, creating more value. Right, yeah. And so it's really a stepped approach. And, and you can really capitalize, you know, I'm surprised about the, the value of data and information that a help is captured, mm. which yeah. is not used in yeah. any form or sense. You know, the only thing we're looking at, or most companies are looking at, well, we answered 99% of the calls within so many seconds, you know? Yeah, yeah. so the data sort of remains within the, the yeah. desk. But the data that we're looking at is IT-centric, it's yeah. not business-centric. Yeah. You know, if we resolve an incident, um, like uh, an example I always use is, you know, the help desk today works as follows. You know, two incidents come in at the same time. So two agents pick up the phone and they get, a, they get an incident. So they registered it, that in their incident management system. They're both rated critical yeah. because IT defined both those incidents are critical, you know? yeah. meaning that we need to resolve them within two hours. The two hours has no link with the business. You know, it's like somebody said two hours. You know, that that makes perfect sense. You know, yeah. it's like that's how everybody else does. Now, what we're saying is, you know, and the and the agent in this case, they they will work the issues, you know, within that two-hour time frame. Yeah, and they really have no clue 
whether you know incident one or two was more important for the business than the other. Mm. So what we're saying in our model, you know, the two hours you can still keep as a as a reference, but the real decision making on which which incident you will prioritize will be, well, this incident one impacts you know our our online sales, mm. and the incident two impacts our internal HR system. So which one will we prioritize? The, the external sales, because obviously if we don't have customers, we're not going to pay your, you know. And so we are in the, in our model, we are we are using technology here that allows us to visualize uh, in real time for our agents in the help desk when an incident occurs, which one has impact on which area of the business. Okay. So that the agent has the information to make a sound decision because those people are intelligent. Say, look, this is external revenue. This is internal HR. Yeah. I'm not saying internal HR is not important. So don't don't get me wrong. Uh, but business-wise, the first one is more important, and I'm going to prioritize resource allocation to that first incident yeah. and resolve it not in two hours, maybe in two minutes, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to do the next one. Yeah, sure. Uh, and today, in today's world, more often it's going to be a first-in, first-out model, and and they might pick the wrong one. Yeah. Not because they want to, because they don't know. But but that's really, I mean, where most people, uh, I suppose most companies are in that kind of first in, first out, log a ticket, um, and 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 it's IT people that are dealing with the help desk. So so how do you, what are the steps that you need to take to sort of create that kind of leverage then? Well, what we have been doing with some clients is to do some proof of concept, mm -hmm. where we are showing in small examples. Small projects, what the value can be, and so um, and because it's, it's it's a little bit like like preaching, you know, we're preaching a new concept, and, and it always takes time. But if you do a proof of concept, uh, you can prove the value of the bigger picture. And so, in in some cases, like with one customer, we're working, you know, for the CFO uh, and the CIO. Uh, I cannot disclose, you know, any names here, but. Uh, where the CFO has an objective to shorten the time of financial consolidation. Mm -hmm. So his business KPI is, let's say, eight days, they want to take it to seven days, seven business days. Mm -hmm. And the CIO is challenged to, how can I contribute to that improvement of that business KPI? So what we're doing is we're doing a small project, not on all the KPIs, but on, on a couple of KPIs business-wise, which is that one, and, and the underpinning IT layer, and we're measuring which IT component, which aspect of IT impacts the performance of that business KPI. Mm -hmm. And so by measuring it and then by simulating, you know, if we would change XYZ within IT, what would be the impact on the KPI? Mm -hmm. We're proving value to our customers. Once they've seen that, you know, they're ready to say, okay, let's let's take more steps. You mm -hmm. know? So we're, uh, our approach is to, to clearly define where are you, uh, you know, obviously, if you're in the chaotic side, uh, uh, chaotic level, we, we need to bring it to a level one, level two before you can even... You so know, then you even need to create uh, some sort of help desk management yeah. just, just to start things. Yeah, so if, if a customer has help desk all over the world, nothing is linked, no yeah. standard tools, yeah. obviously the first step is, okay, let's standardize your help desk. Mm -hmm. And then the next step is, okay, once it's standardized, what can we do to improve you know, business yeah. Uh, yeah. value alignment? Yeah. And, and we're, we're we're really not pushing, but this journey can take up to two three years, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, and nobody really is at that level four yet. You know? yeah. Nobody is there yet. 
I, I mean, I saw on some of your literature, company literature that, that you worked with people like Sanofi and Estelar. I, I, I mean, the, these companies, have they have they gone some way towards this then? Yeah, I think we're going gradually, you know, up the value chain from, you know, more like this with Estelar and actually the customers here. Uh, we're doing a lot of proactive work already. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a lot. It's also by integrating help desk and remote infrastructure management, mm. which we have done for those guys, you, you, you already make a huge step forward. Yeah. Because now the help desk agent doesn't only get the phone call, the ears, he also sees what's happening within IT. Yeah. And so just by doing that, you already empower your agent to be more knowledgeable. Mm. And so now we're planning the next steps of our IT and business metric linkage. Yeah, but on small, small, you know, projects. It's yeah. not big bang approach. You know, it's like, what's the critical business KPI, and let's do a project around that. Okay. And if that works well, we can take the next one. And then, yeah. You know, you yeah, almost have to work. Yeah, you always have to work top down from okay, uh, business process per business process. Yeah. And and it's a very pragmatic approach because we don't believe in. Uh, you know, uh, an 18-month project. Uh, you know, this, these things, those small proof of concepts, we can do within two, three months. Mm. You know, we can have proven, valuable data uh, within two to three months. Yeah. So uh, we're very pragmatic. We're, that, that's our, you know, philosophy. You know, we are flexible, agile, pragmatic. You know, no big dreams, but real, tangible, small things, mm. small steps. I call it natural steps in the right direction. So that's that's how we we get there, and and it's by leveraging tools, processes, you know, all of those aspects. Right. And so it's it's not just people; it's also you know, software. We're, we're putting an additional software yeah. into the equation, which enables us to empower agents to to deliver that value. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really our our vision. Thanks for downloading the Talking Outsourcing podcast. For more information about my writing, go to www.markhillary.com. Or for more information about my work in computing, go to computing.co.uk. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>